0: A month, an episode? Maybe. I don't know. I got a lot on my plate. I got a lot going on. I got a plate the size of one of those lunch trays from elementary school. So, a month, an episode might be what we're cooking with here. Regardless of the frequency, this is the hobby section. A show where we talk ship, shop, shippity-shap about what makes the squares, who become doctors, well-rounded. I'm your host, Obi Wosu. I'm an otolaryngology head and neck surgery resident in boston massachusetts and this is the hobby section is that my cue no. all right cats out of the bag today on the hobby section maybe i should say tonight Given we are recording this episode way past my bedtime tonight on the hobby section, we welcome a fellow resident surgeon of color, Dr. Amani McIlroy. Amani, welcome to the show.
1: Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: It is my great pleasure to have you on the show. You're joining us all the way from the West Coast. So thanks for making the time yep. over there in the PST world. You know, Amani? West Coast. Best. That's what they say. West Coast, best coast. I think, I don't know. Actually, only the West Coast can say that because it doesn't rhyme with the East Coast. Does the East Coast have a version of that?
1: East Coast, least coast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I don't know if that's their proud version of West Coast, best coast, but okay. <laughs> um I'll admit something here on air. In the future, this will be shared between you, me, and. Uh, 15 people who listen to my podcast but right now it's just you and me I don't know how time zones work okay (laughs) um
1: I I don't understand what the confusion is but uh
0: could you okay (laughs) I mean tell me this how is it oh I guess maybe the sun is just
1: Either the Earth rotates on an axis And since we're all at different points It's a different time of day Depending on what part of the axis you're on
0: You know what I think maybe I did understand time zones And I just never <clears throat> I never talked to myself about it And so you never verba- I never verbalized it And for let this be a lesson For you, me, and the 15 other people Who will listen Don't be afraid, just verbalize it Just like if you don't get it If you don't understand it, whatever it may be, time zones, how you convert Fahrenheit to Celsius, just verbalize it and someone somewhere will walk you through it, right?
1: I mean, that's honestly how I, I live my life. And that is advice I give my juniors all the time. So I ain't mad at it.
0: There you go. Can't believe I was walking through life this whole time thinking I didn't know how time zones worked when in reality I did.
1: I mean, if it makes you feel any better, and this is a well-known fact for those who know me, but it was probably up until about three years ago that I couldn't tell you the primary colors.
0: So that makes me feel a lot better. I actually, <laughs> yeah. I actually, I'm not bothered at all by what I initially said. And I'm now, I think <laughs> I, I feel like I feel super comfortable on this call now before. I I don't know. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I could not tell you which were the primary colors the irony of it all is that, you know, I paint, I
0: just, yeah. Wow.
1: Something I never Uh,
0: did. Have you done like a, you know, what a, what uh, a root cause analysis on that. Have you looked back at what you think in your, in your life was deficient and lacking that you missed out on this? I think fundamental piece of understanding
1: I think I was. I actually had out of this conversation because, of course, when people hear this, they're like, "Are you serious?"
0: Yeah. Um, then all the shame I, comes through the 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 primary color shame. People are crazy.
1: Oh yeah. I care. You know. I was like, you know what? I you know I was an advanced reader for a young you child, go. advanced class, and probably while everybody else was figuring out primary colors, I was in the corner reading a book.
0: There you go. So, the Iliad.
1: You know. And clearly not a book on exactly. colors. Exactly.
0: Or perhaps even with <laughs> colors.
1: Yeah, you know. I I graduated to chapter books very early.
0: So I don't remember that progression incredibly clearly.
1: Well, I mean, I like, you know, okay, so there's the caveat of I have my oldest sibling is 10 years older than me. So mm. like, you know, I've always been a little bit older, but like as soon as I could get my hands on hooked on phonics, like I ran through that hooked program.
0: On your girl- phonics.
1: Your girl was reading, reading
0: blast from the (laughs) past there. Wow. Yeah. Amani McIlroy, everybody reading, reading Amani. Okay. You know, (laughs) I scanned and brainstormed about the hobbies that you texted me for a while. And I think that perhaps the most, uh, pressing question of this whole podcast. (laughs) Follows as such. Um, what are people in the nba community saying about lebron james's hair
1: i mean don't lie
0: <laughs> don't lie
1: i mean let's be real so we talking about let's let's be honest are we talking about white people or black people cuz i think only black people are talking about his no.
0: hair <gasps> or... no no
1: <laughs> <laughs> cuz you know you know we ain't got no sense let's be real it's us about it. <laughs> I'm going to call us out for a minute. We ain't got no... <laughs> Hold
0: on. Hold on. You, cannot, you cannot be making the claim that, <laughs> that, that every white person who watches the NBA...
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there are some people making the commentary, but I you, mean... But
0: you, be- you be believe that the white the white fall, fo- the white NBA following has re- has recognized the changes in LeBron James's hair. You're not claiming that they.
1: Yeah. How do you expect that? Like the beginning of the game, he has a full hairline. And by the end of the game, he got to be. I mean, how, how do you not notice I that? Just,
0: okay. Okay. That's good. That's, that's the ground. I just wanted to make sure we established that you, you believe that everybody, regardless of race or ethnicity, sees what's happening.
1: I think everybody sees it, but you know, you know, black America being black America, we just got to roast everybody. For but it, this,
0: though. this question is just like, what, what are people saying? And if you can't tell me, what are you saying? Talk me through it.
1: I, mean, I think it's one of those things where like, we basically talk about like how stressed Bron Bron is like, you know, yeah, games going good, playing well, you know, his hair is fitting, but like, Start stressing, and he starts, you know, sweating it out a little bit. His (laughs) hairline starts.
0: I don't. I don't (laughs) think it's such a natural ebb and flow. I think that there have been some interventions that have been done.
1: And and that's my point. There's definitely been some interventions. There may, you know, be a piece or something. You know, a little spray, something, something. But like, right. One game, he got got a full fade with waves. The next game, like, exactly. You know, exactly. Just looking like Manu Ginobili.
0: Get this. The day following the recording of this podcast, which was last Monday, September 19th, LeBron James posted to his Instagram a photo of his head shaved bald. Okay, so now I have to operate under the assumption that my amateur podcast has the ability to affect and realize change in the real world, which is an alarming amount of responsibility for this production. But I welcome it wholeheartedly. In other words, LeBron, welcome to the IDFI BBMC. Okay, we're glad to have you, brother. I'm done fighting it, bald black man club. Okay, <clears throat> back to the show.
1: You know who I really want to talk about? Who? who it tell really, me. You want to talk about someone's hair? Can we talk about Kevin Durant's hair?
0: As okay, bro- this is that's that's, that's a, like that's such a good. I'm really happy you said that.
1: Like, bro makes millions and apparently has never been introduced to a comb. Never. Or a brush. Never. Never. Yeah. Like, his mom's a fly. So, like, his mom's a hella fly. So she know. You know she'd be sitting there every time. Like, damn. He really out here like this. <laughs> like, she loved her boo, but, like, damn. That's a,
0: That's a good contrarian point. As much as LeBron James is losing his hair, Kevin Durant, Seems committed to never it. combing it, to never combing it ever.
1: Like, it's ever. just, I just, I've always had a lot of thoughts about that, and I've never had a forum to say it. But can someone please go get KD a brush and show him how to use it? Like, yeah, no comments on the talent, it's just
0: brush your you hair, you know? Yes loud and clear. Manny, tell me this, why professional basketball? You're you're into the NBA. That's the heart of the question. That's what we're talking about now. You you're a big NBA fan. Why professional basketball? Because I've heard it said that college basketball is far more entertaining and when people get to the NBA, they stop trying and the games end up being more boring. Hot take. I don't watch the NBA that much. So tell me so, how and why so does someone I mean, watch I, the NBA?
1: I love I love college ball. I do. I I mean, I love basketball. Like, you know, like I will tell you that I'm just uh, like a like a basketball like I'm a hoop head. Like I watch WNBA, I watch college ball, I watch You watch the w- WNBA? Yeah. Like uh, I watch basketball.
0: You like, just it doesn't matter who's playing. You're just like let's just watch them play.
1: Yeah, like I I know players all the leagues, you know, um I just I'm a hoop head. I just take it in. I love basketball. Um for me there's like there's the rawness of collegiate ball. There's the the ability for anybody to win in any moment, especially with like March Madness. Yeah. Uh, but there is something about there And I don't think a lot of teams are checking it in now. I don't think that's true anymore, especially with how they've redone the draft. But there's there's um there's a skill level that is just that's just not unlocked at the collegiate level just yet.
0: Like but can you even tell? Like that's the thing I think is hard to oh, compute absolutely. when you're watching. You can tell when other high level players are playing against high level players. That's the thing that like absolutely. everyone on the NBA like even just size-wise, they all look like they're like 5'10" and then you see them in real life or playing against other yeah. small people and you're like, "Whoa." So I feel like when it's the high level against high level, you almost can't even tell that they're playing this high level. You-
1: but I think that that's the thing is I mean I'm and I think that there's the there's the average person that can see that but I think especially someone who said like I've I've watched this game my entire life I grew up around the game like you can see that level and you can see like the I mean like I mean I grew up in the Bay area <clears throat> I'm from Oakland of course I love the Dubs but like you know before the Dubs it was the Spurs and like how they move the ball how there's poetry like there really is this poeticness and how they play basketball and that yeah. free flow like but there's also like the technical skill that goes into it like I said I used to hoop but I also grew up around hoop heads and like understanding the amount of skill that like Joel Embiid has in his footwork to do what he does like you're watching that is, all that
0: stuff when you watch a game yeah you're like, like look, that's just you're beautiful. looking at like, Joel Embiid's feet
1: yeah like I'm watching it like oh you see that move oh look at that look at look look at Donkic, like the way at his he feet, the- at his huge yeah. feet.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah, embarrassed. I mean- what I'm watching during the what I'm watching during a basketball game is like, dang, I wonder where that guy gets his haircut. That's a nice fade. <laughs> or I'm like, dude, that guy is so tall. I'm like, what? Would, what would my life be like if I was so? If I was that tall, I would say a, probably sixty to seventy five percent of my thoughts during a basketball game are like, man, what would my life be like if I was that tall? Which. <laughs> 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 I think, I'm, for the sounds of what you're saying, maybe I'm missing missing out on the essence of the game. But you know, you, maybe you, you have to to be as in love with it as you are to be like staring at Joel Embiid's feet.
1: You watch it for the competition, but I I do watch it for the love of like I said, like one of my favorite players is Luka Doncic. Like watching him move so effortlessly through the key, and like he never's rushed ever. And, like, just does crazy stuff with the basketball. And then, you know, like, of course, you know, I grew up in the and one era, so you got the crazy, you know, handles of Kyrie Irving and Scary Terry and, you know, Steph. Now, hold on.
0: I I think a good portion of my listeners were maybe in the demographic who was initially offended when you said that white people weren't paying attention to LeBron James's hair. (laughs) And so uh, that same demographic – I'm making a, a dangerous generalization here. Doesn't know what the and one era is. So take us there. Tell me what, what is the and one uh, era?
1: and one street ball era. Like I was probably like elementary through early high school. It was street ball. Like, you know, that's when they got all the people out there, like hot sauce, the professor, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, they was touring, touring the States and like, you going out to all these big spots like Mosswood out in Oakland, you know, it's just, so you know, you just you just came out and just hooked, but you also your whole your whole point was trying to embarrass somebody.
0: What's up all you hob dogs? The hobby section wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for the support of its generous sponsors. Today's sponsor and only sponsor is me. I bought the equipment for the show. I find badger and annoy the would be guests. And I'm the one that puts in lots of time into editing the episodes on my amateur podcast. Thanks for listening. So, so you like grew up around this big time. So this was like down the street in your life, in your face.
1: The ball, like basketball, is in our family's blood. Like you
0: know, it's we all
1: love it. So. I mean, my mom, but
0: your mom hates it.
1: (laughs) My mom hates sports. She can't tell you, you know, can barely tell you who's winning, even if she sees the score. (laughs) 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 But, you know, like
0: when did you play basketball?
1: I played up until up through high school and then I ended up getting hurt. So that kind of ended my career.
0: Classic. Did you have hoop dreams, though?
1: Hoop dreams. Hoop dreams to the fullest. Really? Yeah. I mean, you know me, I'm not very big, but, um, getting hurt hey. kind of, but, you know, I used to have, I used to be able to jump out the gym, loved hooping. So. Didn't,
0: didn't everyone used to be able to jump out of the gym before they got injured though?
1: Oh no, but it was documented. Like I could pull <laughs> like my little five, four frame, full palm on the backboard. Yeah, Like, you know, blocking shots. So
0: So you played through, you played up until high school, and then you got hurt. What position did you play?
1: I was a point guard. Point guard. Yep.
0: Hmm. Now I'm going to show how much I don't know about sports. I used to think (laughs) when I was growing up that, uh, like, shortstop in baseball was, like, the best player on the team. I don't know where I got that from but that's what I like had gathered for, for at some point in time was that shortstop and baseball was the best player on the team. And then I had these like correlate positions in other sports that I also thought represented the best player on the team. So in, yeah. in, um, uh, soccer, I thought it was like the center midfielder or like the center, like forward that they were the best player yeah. on the team. And then in football, I was like, it's the quarterback. They're the best player on the team. And they, the people are doing drastically different things. Like it didn't even make sense. Yeah. But in basketball, the best player on the team in my mind was the point guard. And I feel like, of all of those, you know, constructs I had made in my mind about who the best player was on these teams in these respective sports, basketball and the point guard is the one that I maybe held on to the longest.
1: I think it depends. Like, I think there's, you know, like, you think of a team like the Warriors, like Steph Curry is the best player on that team, and he's their point guard. But, you know, you think of the, you know, the Lakers, LeBron James is the best player on the team, and he's a small forward. So yeah. basketball, it really depends on how you build the team around your star player and what their skill set is, um, you know, and because it's, it's, you have to, you have to find a team that complements each other. And I think that's, that's overall, I think that's the, the, the trick to team sports um you know because i i was actually having this conversation recently because as you know i'm a huge tennis fan i also played tennis all through high school played on the practice squad squad in college but you know one of the reasons i say that like serena is one of the greatest athletes if not the greatest athlete of all time yeah is because tennis is an individual sport right there is nobody else if you win it's because you win like, right. and the mental toughness of being a solo player, there's no one out there to pick you up unless you're playing doubles. Like,
0: it's just you. Where where, where did tennis come into the equation for you? You're growing up, you're, you're in Oakland, the Bay Area, and yep. one, the professors saw some people up. Like, w- at so what point were you watching actually, a basketball game and you're like, I'm gonna go play some tennis?
1: So actually, tennis came before all that. Tennis was oh, the no first- Oh, no way. Yeah, it's the first sport I ever played. Um, right when I was about five or six is right when the Williams sisters started hitting the circuit and going pro. And my grandma's a huge tennis fan. She's played most of her life. And, uh, really? in California, it's super easy because even in the hood, they put tennis courts. So there's a racket and a ball. But, um, so my grandma played, um, all, almost all her life when she moved to California. And, uh, so she started taking me to these tournaments to see these young black women play.
0: And, Wait, uh, these young black women being the Williams sisters? Venus Serena, yeah. Yo, seriously? So
1: they to, yeah, some of the smaller circuits are in California, and so they'd come up and play for these pro circuits. So I, I, you know, some of the first people I ever saw play were Venus and Serena, and when I turned six, my grandma put a racket in my hand. She was my first tennis coach. Um,
0: wow, that's yeah. really cool. So you're like a five, six-year-old, and you're going yeah. to just like – local semi-pro tournaments and it's Mm -hmm. the Williams sisters playing
1: back before they were the Williams sisters. Yeah.
0: That's crazy.
1: Yeah. So tennis was, tennis was my first love, um, first sport I ever played. Um, you know, I, like I said, I, I started competing in tournaments when I was eight, um, competed all the way until I was 20, uh, on the junior USTA circuit. But,
0: um wait hold my on. Mom, you got to put you got to put tennis in terms that I understand
1: <laughs> I played like um uh AAU tennis
0: <laughs> oh, Okay the kind of tennis yeah. that you have to be good enough to make it worth your parents investment in the
1: league Exactly good enough to make it where my mom would you know work 80 hours during the work week and then spend her entire weekend driving me all over California to tournaments
0: Wow Yeah and did you have tennis dreams
1: I, I had tennis dreams, but especially as I started getting older is my older brother around the same time was started trying to play basketball. And like I said, and one was picking up and me being, you know, the little sister wanted to do what my brothers were doing. So, yeah. um, I played, like I said, I played competitive tennis until well until college. And, um, but basketball very quickly became like my love, love.
0: Can, can you help me out with something about tennis? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why the noises? Do the noises have a name? The grunts. Ah, uh, sure. That's what you call them, grunts.
1: Yeah, grunts. So it's it's one of those things. Is like kind of like I mean, you if you lifted weights, I assume. Uh, um, I'm
0: flattered. Yes.
1: <laughs> but when you're lifting weights or doing something, you have to remind yourself to breathe. Right. Uh, and so it's one of those things. Is like you are physically exerting yourself when you're swinging at the the swinging at to hit the ball um and so it's a way to breathe through it but so it also means like you know you're releasing that energy that you're like trying to pent up in yourself i see so not everybody grunts but like you know depending on how hard
0: because from the sounds of it everybody (laughs) grunts
1: so (laughs) i don't think i've ever seen a
0: quiet tennis match where it's just like the ball can slap back and (laughs) forth
1: it's it's one of those things that's a pretty hard i'm hitting the ball it depends on like if i'm grunting or not so but when i start like you know really stretching or like really getting into it it's like it's just it's just what i do like it just comes out i can't control it
0: yeah at at your level you played uh you were on the practice team in college is that what you said yeah at that level how fast are people hitting a tennis ball if they're trying Uh, to hit it their fastest
1: they're hitting it impressively fast. Like you know, some of the players are definitely getting the ball up until like eighties, nineties. Wow. So serves are probably around that range. Because hold on, the serve,
0: is, the serve is coming at me at ninety miles per hour.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like you know, not everybody's is coming that fast, but especially at the collegiate, like the D one level, you start getting those people that are overlapping who are on like the semi pro or you know lower tier pro circuits. So
0: how fast? Is Serena Williams serve coming at me? She's really cooking at
1: it at her prime. I think her fastest serve was like 128 miles an hour or something like that.
0: 128 miles per hour. I think so. Let me see. Let me, I'm going to look it up. That yeah, is insane.
1: Her fastest serve was in the 2013 uh, Australian open 128.6 miles per hour.
0: That's crazy. When you yeah. were when you were at your prime, pick your age. Maybe that was eight years old.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've never hit a ball that fast.
0: <laughs> what What was your strong suit in tennis?
1: Uh, I have I have I had a very big serve. Um, um, it was a little inconsistent, but my strongest shot was probably my forehand.
0: Your forehand. Yeah. Interesting. Is anyone? People have a stronger back. Some people have a stronger backhand than forehand.
1: Yeah, yeah. Some people have a stronger backhand. Some people are really strong at the net. I had very big ground strokes, and so I. um, What's a ground stroke? Those are the ones you hit from like the the baseline, the back of the court.
0: Um. Um, What do you mean they're big? Like you could
1: like like they were i hit them very hard and powerful they'd be very hard to return i see yeah i didn't particularly like coming up to the net to volley um but you know i usually could get by i I, you know like i said i had a pretty big serve when it was consistent and so i could end a lot of points with my serve so
0: so how would you play how can you because your opponent can just return the ball and force you to come up to the net no or maybe they this can. is the element of tennis. That's like a little bit of chess that I don't really quite appreciate. So
1: that's, some of it is like, so some of it is if you have a big enough serve, either they can't get the ball back or they hit it back so soft that you just smash the next one. Um, some of them, they hit it soft. You have to come to the net and then you just end the point there. Um,
0: how much of tennis is a calculated thing and how much of it is like, I just got to try and hit this ball back.
1: um, Ideally, if you have control of the point, that's the the purpose is to, that's why you have a big serve or you return the ball really well is because it is a calculated thing is to get yourself in a position of power on the court, kind of like in chess. where so you like get to the middle of the board and you control the board. Like it's basically, is to be the person that's dictating how the other person responds to you.
0: I see. So you're kind of, you're, you're from the very serve. You're trying to get into the driver's seat of the point.
1: Yep like you're thinking about where you want to place your serve because it's going to pull them a certain way out of the court or it's going to be into their body or
0: that is like that driver's seat position is like a back and can be a back and forth thing during the point.
1: Yeah. You could definitely lose control of the point, but you can also fight your way back into it. Um, and then take over the point or just like stay, you know, like just stay in the point to the part where someone starts to mess up and then you take control of the point.
0: Yeah. Is that a, is that a measurable stat? How long, a pl- how long players on average last in points?
1: Well, so they'll, they'll say like on average, how long the rally was, right? Like how many were hit? Yeah. I see. So, and, and so they'll have stats where you'll watch, if you watch a tennis match, they'll have a stat like keys to winning for this player is to keep the rally eight plus strokes or more, um, you know, because wow. they know that the other player is going to get annoyed or they're going to be more likely to commit an error because they're going to try and rush the point
0: or their fitness
1: is good so yeah there's all stats for that
0: can't hide so in your opinion i love this question i actually don't love watching other people i don't like watching never mind let me just ask the question who is the greatest (laughs) tennis player female tennis player of all time is this disputed that's not disputed
1: it's not it's it's, i mean margaret court might say something different but that's her margaret court She, she's, she's irrelevant. Serena Williams is the greatest greatest tennis player.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) That's awesome. Margaret Court, she's irrelevant. Serena Williams is the greatest tennis player of all time. In basketball. Is, is there an obvious worst player of all time?
1: That's not talked about enough. I mean, I'm sure there's people who like Flamed out of the NBA super fast, but I don't know. Like, I just like, you don't really make it in the NBA if you're that bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's like, true, that's true. It's set up like you that you can be bad. terrible and then just be forgotten and not be remembered, exactly I mean, like they're nice. like, Nope,
1: <laughs> nope, we ain't doing this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a good point tell me this what's your preferred game viewing experience are you an go to the game sort of person or watch at home
1: i actually really enjoy watching from home oh
0: same
1: like i i will go i will so it depends also what type of seats i have i'm a poor so like i can't afford good seats yeah (laughs) so like i'd rather be at home than be in the nosebleeds
0: yeah do you anticipate (laughs) that as you progress through your career and earn more, you will spend more on being closer to NBA games?
1: Um, I don't think so.
0: Because I think that's the real answer to like, how do you want to view the game? And some people like legitimately just want to watch it at home. I
1: mean, yeah, I, I don't like people like that. <laughs> like,
0: that's it. That's what it is.
1: To a game, especially if you go to a game and like you just there's people who just don't understand the game
0: who are thinking about how tall the players are.
1: Well, it's just like they're just yelling stupid stuff, and you're yeah. like, That ir- it truly irritates me. Um, so I rather just watch it home or have a couple friends over who understand the game and just like just talk basketball while watching the game,
0: right? Right, that's uh, the other thing I've noticed is basketball is for a lot of people a real communal thing it sounds like, I mean, that's what it was for you and your family. Like you guys. Yeah. It's like
1: this one few times me and my brothers weren't like physically throwing each other around the house.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's special because again, like you said, I mean, you don't go to these games because sometimes people just like, you just don't like people, but basketball is a thing that has brought you closer to your brothers, closer to the people around you. um, Yeah. Maybe wouldn't have been closer to otherwise. This is uh this is this has been good. This has been good for me to hear what a real as you said hoop head sounds like. And the tennis story, that's kind of wild. Yeah. That's like crazy how you got into it and how what you saw material like how you saw the the Williams sisters become the Williams sisters. Yeah. And at the same time we're playing tennis, right? Like your yeah. paths like mirrored one another, which is neat.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll be forever grateful for my grandma uh, and put me out on the court. So,
0: dang. Well, Amani, thanks so much for being on the hobby section. It's been nice to talk with you.
1: Thank you. This has been a blast. Truly a blast.
0: Are you a doctor with a hobby? I hope so. If you've got a hobby that you want to talk about, I probably want to talk about it too. Shoot me an email at thehobbysection at gmail dot com or tweet me at hobbysection. Tell me about your hobby in as many or as little words as you like. I'd love to have you on the show. My name is Obi-Wosu. This has been the Hobby Section.